on the Chris Smith Show Open House. On the job with Monarch. Faster, easier, with a smooth finish every time. And no brush marks. Monarch Advanced Neo. Well, the annual rate of home price growth across the country has slowed from a rapid 24% six months ago to a still remarkable 14% now. But this change is almost unprecedented. Comparing home price changes over six-month periods, it's the most rapid slowdown we've experienced since 1989. So with rapidly rising interest rates, what's ahead of us, do you think? But are there opportunities in what could be ahead of us? From Harris Partners, Peter O'Malley is in the studio with us right now. Peter, thank you very much for coming in. Pleasure, Chris. Good to see you. These are changing times. I've noticed um, that, that we've seen so many auction dates and schedules cancelled at the last minute because no contracts have been taken out and um, some auctions aren't going ahead in some places. Uh, houses have been taken off the market without selling. Um, there are some dips in the values or the offers coming through from potential buyers. They won't be stuck or where they were, say, a year ago and pay and offer prices that were as high as they were back then. The market is changing dramatically, isn't it? In a big way, Chris. The auction clearance rate has been stuck at 40% for the last few months. And last weekend on SQM Research's numbers, it actually dipped below 40%. So as much as anything, that suggests that auction is not the right sales strategy in the current market. Um, Hoping to get three or four buyers bidding against each other for your home in a very tight window is probably too opportunistic in this environment. And you should be looking to negotiate the right price with one fair paying buyer. Right. So for those who think that some of this crazy buying that went on... uh, you know, at the back of last year, very early this year, um, would continue. They need to get their head right. They need to get with someone who's sensible about this. They need to lower their expectations and they need to forget about auctioning. Correct. You need to accept that the market has fallen and uh, Sydney property doesn't always go up as some people suggest that it does. It does have periods of corrections and that's what's happened at the moment. I'd put the correction for houses at about 10%, Chris. At the moment or in future months? No, at the moment, from the very peak, which was last October. What's interesting, uh, last month... apartments actually outperformed houses in Sydney. Uh-huh. And it's been some time since we've seen that. Yep. And they both dropped, but, but houses dropped by more than apartments. And I think what you're seeing there is uh, houses overshot by a lot more than houses did last, uh, by, than apartments did last year, and that's now changing. Can the RBA crush inflation without causing a crash? It's going to be very difficult for them to do so. Philip Lowe was interviewed on ABC this week. You may have seen that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he strongly suggested there that house prices were not his primary concern. His primary concern is killing inflation in the economy. And his next concern after that is maintaining full employment. Um, I think that's where the RBA's head's at. And uh, mortgage holders should know that uh, house prices are not part of the RBA's charter. You've been warned straight from the horse's mouth with Philip Lowe there this week. And yet... Everything the RBA does has a direct impact on the price of our homes. Uh, That's right. Indeed, it does. Yeah. Okay. What are the best and worst performing segments of the market? You mentioned apartments. What about 
in terms of geography, let's take Sydney. In terms of geography, I'm still hearing about big ticket numbers in the eastern suburbs going for massive, massive prices. It's easier to sell a high price property than it is a me- median to lower price property, right. Chris. So right. interest rates play out in the middle of the market mm-hmm. and down more significantly than they do at the higher end of the markets. You're absolutely right. You might read in the Sunday papers this weekend that uh, trophy homes in uh, in the eastern suburbs or up on the north shore have achieved a phenomenal price. Uh, that's not reflective of the broader market. So high-end housing and high-end apartments are doing very well. I've bidded a couple of auctions for clients in recent times on high-end lifestyle apartments, and those auctions were actually really well supported by bidding competition because that's where baby boomers are going at the moment. And by and large, they're probably the best profile buyer in the marketplace for vendors to be selling to. And what about stock? I've seen just in the last two weeks a little bit more stock on the market in areas that we've been looking uh, to buy a home, but in general, nowhere near the stock that we saw 12 months ago. Uh, That's right. Look, this downturn has been uh, signified by buyers backing off. There is no signs of mass seller distress at the moment, Chris. Um, Now, if interest rates do keep going up, seller distress and impact on the economy may play through. But at the moment, it's buyers that have gone to the sideline. There are still buyers out there looking to trade, but a lot of the vendors have said, I don't like what I'm seeing in the market at the moment. And the discretionary sellers are sitting on the sideline. Or as you mentioned earlier, they'll run their auction campaign. There's a 60% chance that'll be unsuccessful at the moment. And when it doesn't sell... They go straight to the sidelines and withdraw. So the people in 2021 who may have got in, paid a hell of a lot of money for a for, for a property and did so because they heard that interest rates weren't going up until the back half of 2024, they're a little bit nervous because we know that they're going to increase, but at this stage they haven't jumped off. Uh, that's correct. So hopefully the people that did buy in 2021 locked in uh, a three- or four-year rate at the record low mortgage rates that were on offer. Yeah. So it's not all bad news for someone that did buy last year if they did manage to lock in a low mortgage rate because we saw mortgage rates get down to 1.89%, 1.99% last year. Now, you're not a hope in Hades of achieving that at the moment, of yeah. course. Uh, so whilst you might be paying vendors less in this market, um, last year you would have also paid the bank a lot less in interest uh, repayments. Yeah. And a bank's looking at you as a potential buyer a little bit more suspiciously. Are they putting the bar up a little higher? Or because the market's um, a bit weaker, they're quite happy to stretch the friendship and uh, give you a little bit more money? Uh, Look, I think banks are largely coming to the party. They can't shovel money out the door like they did in the last few years and then suddenly go to a higher level of lending um, in 2022 because they'll be the cause of the crash right. if that's what happened. And we saw in 2018 the banks pulled back uh, lending pretty sharply and caused a very nasty correction in the Sydney housing market. Uh, we are finding banks are being more prudent with buyers and we're finding a lot of buyers need cooling off periods now, for example, that they didn't need last year mm-hmm. because the banks are taking a closer look at them. But there's credit flow in the market. What we're seeing at the moment is a sentiment-based downturn where buyers are looking at the outlook and saying, I'm not so sure now is the right time to buy a property. The paradox to that, Chris, is I think buying is better at the moment than it was last year. It has it was, to be. It was so obvious that properties were overpriced last year. Mm. We were having 50 parties turn up to open inspections. Mm. And now you'd be happy if 
you get six or seven parties. I'd rather be buying when I've got uh, when I've got less competition rather than more. Same here. But it's There's not- nothing worse than going through an open house and having another forty people putting their heads into the same room and picking up a copy of the contract because you know the the higher the competition, the higher the price. And that's exactly how it plays. Yeah. What about rents? What can you tell us about rents and the movement of rents in 2022? Okay, so we've got we've got back to where we were pre-COVID. Now, some people are calling that a rental crisis. So I'd put it to your listeners, Chris, that the rental crisis hasn't started yet. Uh, so with the borders now open, people coming back into the city, return to office, I think the rental crisis is still to come. But statistically, we have just passed the point where rents are now higher than what they were pre-COVID. And we must remember that the economy at large is dealing with inflation. So inflation pushes the price of everything up and the RBA through interest rate rises are trying to push the inflation back down. So I think you'll see, um, you've seen a recovery in the rental market. Now you will see prices continue to push from here as landlords look to push higher mortgage costs onto tenants. Yeah, see, that that makes sense. If your mortgage is going up and you've got a little investment property, you think to yourself, well, I, I have the ability here to up the rental on these people and hopefully they'll stick with me because there aren't there isn't too much supply out there for them to look elsewhere. That's right. Well, that was, again, one of the legacy issues from COVID is residential construction was slowed or shelved, and that will be continue to be the case given the supply line crisis and the cost of building at the moment. And we're seeing builders, unfortunately, go broke mid-project. Yeah. So the supply, the broad-based supply that we were seeing expanding through 2019, 2020, that's now stopped. So if you're saying that uh, we've got a 10% reduction in our value of market, how much more will it drop down? The higher the interest rate, the, the, the longer the drop-down or the steeper the drop-down? Uh, look, I think rising wages will support owner-occupiers and rising rents will support landlords. So I don't think it'll be a total wipe-off from last year where property prices go back to where they were at the start of 2021, um, but you still have more pain to come as far as property prices go. But that tells me that if you've got the money, your life is geared to move right now, you're in a pretty good place to get a cheaper price on a house. You certainly are. You might sell for a bit less, but you'll buy for a bit less. And this environment that's coming up will be very good for first home buyers, people looking to enter the market, very good for investors looking to enter the market for the first time, because you will see rents go up and prices push down, which will improve yields as well. So I think you will see the recovery underpinned possibly early next year by first home buyers entering the market and first time investors looking at the returns in the property market and saying that works. Okay. Okay. Good uh, comprehensive rundown of where we're at, to, uh, where we're up with when it comes to real estate. And boy, things have changed in such a short space of time. Peter O'Malley, thank you very much for coming in. My pleasure, Chris. From Harris Partners, Peter O'Malley. Lots of